here is something that is valuable. It is a book all about freelancing. And I think everybody should freelance. Everyone should have a side hustle of some description. Anna Stroud is a freelance writer. She's also a bit of a nerd when it comes to books. Reviewing for us a book this evening by uh, called Freelance Like a Boss by Shia Carsing. And, and freelance, Anna, as you will, to which you will attest, is most certainly a thing, isn't it? I mean, lots and lots of people, probably more than ever, are freelancing in one way or another. Bruce, hi, thanks for having me. Um, I think that, well, I don't think I know that more people than ever are turning to freelancing and in some way or another trying to turn their, their side hustle into a career or trying to leave their nine to five and turn their passion or their hobby into, into work, you know. Um, so what uh, Freelance Like a Boss by Shay Carsing is all about is teaching you very, very practical tips on how to make your passion a business. I'm curious as to how to make a passion a business because this is the original gig economy. Before the gig economy was the gig economy, it was the freelance economy. It is the same economy. We just now use more tech tech to freelance. Uh, (laughs) We use different words. (laughs) Same thing. Same thing. So, I mean, how, how do you freelance like a boss because you know again some people love the the freedom that comes with freelancing that ability to say i'm going to take december and january off because i had a very good 10 months and i'm i'm just going to recover and i'll be back and i'll I'll start drumming up new business in the middle of january but i'll only really start working middle of february whatever the case is and some people are very comfortable with not having 12 regular equal sized paychecks freelancing works for some people not for everybody well that's what that's a big part of the book is how to monetize your creativity because and what i i found the book so useful because when i started freelancing seven odd years ago i just thought that if i could just take this thing that i'm good at which is writing and become better and better and better at writing, eventually everyone will want my writing. And that's not true. Um, you need to also have a sense for business. And this book, uh, there's a chapter on legal and tax, and you already want to roll your eyes and think, why do I need to know this? But, but it's very important. And, and she's, she's so amazing. She goes through the different business models, um, how to pick a business name. She has a checklist for different things that you must put in a contract. I'm ashamed to say, and I hope no one's listening, I have never actually drawn up my own contract before until I read this book. I've always just, I've, I, I suppose I've been a bit naive and just hoping that, you know, things will come. But, but you need a contract. You need to protect yourself. And so this book is for people who want to freelance and who want to be their own businesses and it teaches you how to be a business and not just be busy because like you said if you want to if you if you want to you know work 10 months out of the year you're going to have to hustle to make money so Absolutely. that you can go relax in december and this book 
teaches you how to work smarter, not harder. Uh, it's so important that you need to understand this idea that when you are not delivering the work that you set out to do, um, and there's no goofing off at the office, there isn't time at the water cooler, there isn't time at the coffee station, there isn't not at all, a, no. a half day on a Friday just because you feel like it and the boss is playing <laughs> golf. Um, you are the boss um, and, and, and you are you're working for the, the cruelest boss of all and that's yourself because uh, people who, who sort of go into business for themselves go freelancing thinking I have so much more free time uh, no <laughs> that, that's not true <laughs> have you however in your experience as a freelancer and no details here because your business is your business but have right. you had a commensurate increase in your rate and the amount of money you earn far higher than having the security of the job um yes I have been very lucky in having clients who see my value and who have given me increases because they they like my service and they want to retain me. Um, but that is also one of the one of the hints in the book is how to. She actually has a rates calculator on in her book, how to calculate how much you want to make in a month and how much you should charge, and then how to how by how much to increase your your hourly rate or your overall rate per month. In fact, she has this really cool quote, the supermarket doesn't ask if they can increase the price of peanut butter. If you don't raise your rates, you're getting poorer. And that, to me, was a good lesson to learn. But it's a really difficult thing if you feel vulnerable as a freelancer to go to the provider of the contract and say, uh, terribly sorry, my rate this year is going up by 7% or I'm doing considerably more for you now and I'm doing a higher grade of work that I was doing at the start and you'd be using me for copywriting rather than copy checking now, for example. Yes. So therefore, actually, my rate is going up 15% and you're still getting a very good deal because, and they go, no. It's a, it, it is a challenge, definitely, but, you know, your cell phone provider doesn't ask you. Your, your rates just go up. The, the <laughs> no one asks yeah. you. It's, the so it's all about making yourself a business. Absolutely. When you're a monopoly, you can do as you please. And I mean, they're not that many peanut butter producers. And if we all got our favorite peanut butter brand and we're not going to change it for anything. So you're captured by peanut butter. You're captured right. by your cell phone right. provider. You're captured by your bank to a great extent as well. Because there, you know, we have competition, but it's not that much competition. In the world of freelance, aren't, it feels to me there is a fair amount of desperation amongst some freelancers and there is a fair amount of cutthroat activity that happens in the world of some freelancing. I think so. I think you're right. And, you know, the more, I think COVID accelerated the need for freelancing. I think a lot of people either lost their work or started freelancing on the side to make more money, to pay the bond, to pay the bills. So there's definitely a lot of freelancers and it can be very cutthroat. And in the book, she she gives you practical tips on how to initiate that conversation. And again, it's all about relationship building and showing your value. And she also has a chapter on how to consciously uncouple from, <laughs> yeah, that is what she calls it, from a client that no longer, you know, 
serves your purpose. Wants to pay you. Yeah, yes, serves your purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, so often I think these freelance relationships sort of morph into an, a part-time job and then suddenly it's a full-time job and you actually can't take on additional clients because your freelance gig has been almost subsumed by, oh, can you just come to this meeting? Could you just turn up there? But your contract doesn't say that you'll be paid for meetings. It says you'll be paid per word for the amount of work that you do or whatever the case is in, in the case of a writer, for example. But suddenly you're finding yourself in five hours of meetings a week because it's really important for the project. And you, you've, it feels churlish to say no, but at the same time, it is time that you're using that you could be going out and hustling for other work. So that is where your contract comes in, Bruce. And she, Shay, I keep calling her Shia, it's Shay. Um, she, she has this great chapter on how to, well, section on everything you need to set out in your contract. And one of those things is saying no to meetings. So saying, I will come to a meeting if it pertains to this and this and this, but regular work meetings, all of those things. Yeah, it's, it's all, if you have it in your contract that you initiate, you can go back to your contract and be gently forceful. Yeah, I mean, one never wants to bring out the contract and say, but hold on a second, this bit of paper that we signed three years ago says... No, of course. <laughs> but, because that, that is usually the beginning of the end. Um, but, right. you, but you know that it's there and you know that if you do feel like you're being taken advantage of and your goodwill because you add value and you could say, well, you know, it, an hour of my presence in the meeting is equivalent to a thousand words. And so if you need me at the meeting, it's going to cost you my rate of a thousand words whatever the case might be. Wow, Bruce, I'm, I'm learning something from you. I need to write this down. No, no, but it, just, I, <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, uh, and then when you, when you consider your own career and the freedom that it's given you, because if you're in a day job and you're working the nine to five, which in journalism is never a nine to five, it's a... It's never nine to five, no. Whatever the, the time the story starts to whatever time the third story you've worked on today finishes, those are the hours, and that's the, na the nature of the beast. And people who love journalism don't tend to whinge about that, not to their boss anyway. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and you freelance, you do lots of copywriting, you've managed to write a book of your own, you've actually, right, uh, you've yes. actually managed to do an Iron Man, and you've done a couple of, you know, just a bunch of other stuff. Do you feel Oh, like, no, no, the, the Iron Man, sorry, that is, is that, that is Shay. Is that Shay? I <laughs> thought that was you. Oh, no, 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 Iron so Man am I. I should be talking oh. to Shay. <laughs> no, that was Shay. Juices, get me Shay. She's more interesting. <laughs> uh, so Shay, Shay's got the work-life balance right. How close are you yeah, yeah. getting to Shay's say the level of self-abuse and self-harm? Um, well, I did the the Pirates twenty-one k last week. If that counts, that's I impressive. mean, it's not an Iron Man. Thank you, impressive. thank you. That's very good. <laughs> but do you feel like it's given you a balance that you didn't have in a job? Definitely, I think so. I think especially, and again, COVID helped oddly to say but the the work from home the work remotely aspect i mean i save two hours a day not driving i roll out of bed i roll into my office um i have 10 cups of coffee and i just churn out words and then i go and walk my dogs and have a run and cook 
chickpeas, and I feel like I have a very good work-life balance. You see, if you had a proper job, you could afford meat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but do you outsource the admin of your business? Um, because there's a very strong view, and I agree with this view, that you shouldn't be billing. You shouldn't be chasing the accounts. You shouldn't be doing your own taxes. Anything where you could make a mistake because it's not your forte or it's not something that you're particularly interested in. Getting in the money is interesting, uh, but doing the process and making sure that the billing is for everything that you've done do you outsource that or do you do it yourself definitely definitely you don't want to so so the book has a chapter on how to do your tax but Shay also recommends getting someone to do it for you so I have I use the tax shop Linden they're fantastic um, I don't have any any stress I just paid my taxes and I feel so proud that I've paid my taxes you know every February it comes and I'm just I did it I'm on time I'm compliant um, because because it, it was one of the huge headaches in my early career was trying to figure this out. You know, putting a chunk of your money away and, and knowing that you're not going to see it again. <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. I just mean that, it, you yeah. know, it's not for you anymore. Um, but my accountant is, is really, really good. She Every month she takes my – I send her everything she needs and, yeah, I don't have to worry about it. It's a great – Relief. I mean, freelancing. As opposed to doing it myself. Freelancing is running your own business. Freelancing is the ultimate adulting, um, and it requires discipline. And again, I I hope, and I'm sure that Shay's book is the the, a book about process and a book about systems and a book about make your life easy, read and implement, and then you don't have to think about the boring stuff ever again. And you can do the stuff that you really like doing because a lot of running a business is quite dull. Yeah, and every chapter has a summary, so if you're lazy to read, you can just read the summary. <laughs> I don't recommend them, that, though, because it is funny and good. And then there's an action list after each chapter with little check marks, which if you're an A type like me, I love lists. So it gives you a to-do list of things yeah, to do to help. I love one quote out of it that I have seen. Being busy is not a badge of honor. Your goal is to build a business, not a busyness. Well, yes, which is yes. quite sweet, really. I quite like that. Yeah, I like that too. Um, someone else, a family friend who also has his own business, said to me that um, you you need to spend time at your business, not in your business. Yeah. So spend time working at it and refining your brand, and not you know just being busy all the time. Anna, thank you very much for spending some, some time with us this evening. Anna is a freelance writer. She is a book nerd. She had time to read uh, the book that we reviewed this evening, Shay Carsing's book. Uh, it is called Freelance Like a Boss. We are give, It's given a glowing review by Anna Stroud, who is in the life of implementing the lessons out of the book. And she says it has changed her life, saved her life. So if you are in the world of freelancing, contemplating the world of freelancing, which is not for everybody, um, job security is a wonderful thing if you can get that in these days but there is also the wonder of being able to have more than one client more than one source of income multiple ways of extending your person into lots of different places and working the hours that you choose to work at the times you choose to work them there is an enormous amount of freedom in that if you do it properly